Hey everybody, it's your buddies, pal Anthony, and today I want to talk with you about The Batman of Gotham. It's a five-issue run in the main Batman title published by DC Comics. It starts in issue number 131 through 135. 135, they revert back to legacy numbering, and it's actually issue number 900. Again, I'd seen spoilers on Instagram, and I was curious, and this is the immediate follow-up to Failsafe, so the OCD in me just couldn't not read this and see what happened to Batman. So... If you haven't, please go listen to my failsafe review, link down below. And if you have, bear with me. We're going to get some spoilers in right after this. Steve, hit it please. Okay, so this issue picks up immediately where Failsafe left off. We have Batman unconscious in an alley, his costume's torn to shreds, his body looks like he's bleeding everywhere, he, looks, he just looks terrible. He's unconscious and he actually comes to as some uh, punks are stealing his utility belt and anything else that can grab off of him. He wakes up, he very quickly realizes that he's on a alternate Earth. He has multiversal poisoning because he was just sent there by Failsafe without any sort of... Uh, acclamations for his brain and this is evident because he's not feeling so well and also because he sees a skeleton version of Jim Gordon who is able to hear his thoughts and is responding to him and egging him on as he's figuring out what's going on. He eventually figures out that Failsafe's compassion was to send him to this Gotham where there is no Batman, there is no Bruce Wayne, but it's still a Gotham and it's a Gotham that needs him so there it is, that's his compassion. A Gotham without Batman, a Gotham that needs saving. He immediately runs into a venomized version of Two-Face, although he's not Two-Face, he's called Judge Dent. He's in the middle of terrorizing some of the Gothamites. Bruce, without really the costume, he intervenes as best as he can. Doesn't really go his way, he's saved by a local to this universe called Jewel, and they escape, he starts to get his bearings, in this universe, there is no Wayne Enterprises, but there's a Halliday Enterprises. So he decides, all right, well, I have to go to this place. I have to see what sort of technology they have and see if they can't, if they don't have what I need to get back home. Villain of the story, the Red Mask, is talking to Selina Kyle. He tells her that he wants Bruce Wayne brought to him alive. We're not really sure why, and it's very clear that it's Bruce Wayne because there's body cam footage from when Bruce beat up uh, Judge Dent and his thugs. We get to, there's a party at Halliday Industries. Bruce is infiltrated. He's disguising himself by wearing a, uh, a mustache. So I guess he must be watching Archer. And while he's at this party, that version of Selena Kyle shows up. You know, they do a little flirty dance and then very quickly it devolves into a all out brawl. Bruce is able to just narrowly escape. Again, he's in an alley. He's broken and bloody. And he decides to become the Batman of this universe. I don't know why it took a whole issue for him to do this. I don't know. It, it seemed like they were trying to make a point of it being like a whole thing. Realizing, yes, yes, I have to become a bat. Like, yeah, we know. You did this. You okay. Okay. Anyway, so now he is the Batman of this new Gotham. But he's still going to try to get home. He's instilling 
the fear of Batman into a brand new city for the first time. So, you know, he's doing the whole, he encounters uh, a venomized Riddler and he does the whole, you know, talking to them from the shadows thing, terrorizing them. After this, he takes a break to go to the uh, Wayne family plot and dig up his body because he wants to run some experiments on it. They mention why, but it's not really clear to me why. They just, I think this was just a way for him to encounter this world's Alfred, because that world's Alfred, after having seen some things and hearing some things, he's there at the gravesite to talk to him. Batman takes off his mask, which is really just a helmet at this point, and you know they have a conversation, and it's whatever. Bruce gets his alternate body to a lab to run some tests on it and whatnot while he's there running these tests he has his accomplice in this universe jewel on lookout judge dent shows up with a whole crew of guys who's you know they want to take batman down everybody knows batman is bruce wayne at least among the uh red mask and his crew so you know red mask for he has his reasons why he wants bruce wayne alive dent shows up and they have a another fight this time batman is able to get the upper hand and he decides he's gonna instill even more fear into the thugs because uh dent is venomized so he realizes he can take a beating so even though dent is down he has him and he just keeps pummeling him and he doesn't stop and he looks up and he's you know sees that it's working that everybody's afraid he tries starting to interrogate him but then a voice from off panel says no no no, he doesn't know anything but i do and it's that woman that earth's selena kyle so they have a conversation. She, you know, decides she's going to help him, and Batman's not sure if he can trust her, this and that, and, you know, come to find out that she's not a fan of some of the experiments that the Red Hood, haha, <laughs> Red Hood, some experiments that the Red Mask have been doing on people of Gotham. She takes Batman to the Arkham Catacombs and sets him on his way to go confront the Red Mask. Along the way, naturally, he has many obstacles to overcome, various thugs. At some one point, he has to fight that world's Ghostmaker. We found out that the Red Mask is actually the head of Halliday Industries. And when Bruce is at the party, he looks up to see and he recognizes him, recognizes him instantly as the Joker. But it's just a sane version of the Joker in this world. And his whole point of the story is we find out that the Red Mask wants to recreate the moment of insanity because he's been able to peer through the multiverse and he's seen what different versions of him become. They all become the Joker and he wants that. He wants to be the elemental creature, the uninhibited person that he believes the Joker is. And he's trying to recreate that for himself. Cut back to the catacombs and we find out that Red Mask is going to achieve his goal by releasing a poison to harvest multiversal energy from people in the Arkham Catacombs and in Gotham at large. Batman fights Ghostmaker. He gets the control panel to try to shut off the gas. The lever is stuck. Ghostmaker, after Bruce is able to unstuck the lever, severs Bruce's right hand and Bruce passes out. Bruce is still taking a lot of damage in this issue. He's taking a lot of damage in this comic because in this in this new run, he took a ton of damage in Failsafe, but he's taking more damage now because you get the sense that the costume isn't really as advanced as some of his other ones. His mask is, looks more like a helmet. They don't do the wide eye thing. It's just his eyes. It you know it seems very pieced together because there's no Wayne Industries to steal from. He loses his right hand, passes out, has all this damage, but again... 
doesn't matter because he's Batman. Somehow, he doesn't bleed out while he passed out and had his hand severed. He's able to get up, tie it off, find some place that has an uh, electroshock therapy rig, and he's able to use that to cauterize the wound. And then eventually he gets to Halliday, the Red Mask. Halliday is using a machine to peer into the past to see Joker's origins. He finds one. It's the Joker. It's the origin moment of the Joker where he uh, emerges after being dumped in the chemical vat while he's dressed up as the Red Hood. He's able to get there for a quick second, and as the Joker in the Red Hood storyline is removing the hood, he looks in the reflection and he's talking to Halliday, and this freaks Halliday out. He rips the mask off, but you know he's not he's not swayed. They have a little bit of a of a chase battle in the building, but he's able to get back to the machine, saying he wants more. He tries again to get to the origin moment, but he isn't able to become the Joker. Instead, he realizes that he is what causes the Jokers to become what they are, because he, across the multiverse, across time, when doing this in the other universes, the person who's going to become the Joker sees Halliday or feels Halliday, they're not too clear, but something happens and realizing that there's a multiverse and all this, these different versions of himself and, you know, I guess Halliday's knowledge of what the Joker is like drives the person who becomes the Joker in the other universe is crazy and that sets them on the path to being the Joker, but Halliday is only able to create the Jokers, he's not able to become the Joker. Not satisfied with this, he decides to leap into his machine and actually travel across the multiverse. Batman is there, he's unable to stop him from doing this, he's uh, getting ready to go back to his universe though, he says, you know, I gotta, I gotta get supplies, I gotta get back to 100%, and then he has to go after Halliday. Jules there, Alfred's there, who he's met along the way, like I said. He actually tries to get Alfred to come with him, but Alfred, you know, doesn't do it. Selena's like, oh, you're going to ask me to come? And, you know, he doesn't. He's thinking about his Selena. And as they're talking, she starts saying some stuff. And then, you know, he's thinking, he's like, wait, wait. But he can't react in enough time. She kicks him into the machine before he has the device that's going to take him back to his home universe. But thankfully, he is holding on to a device that was allowing him to track the red mask. So instead of bouncing around aimlessly, he's playing catch up with the red mask and this actually leads us to issue 135 of the story which they reverted back to the classic numbering the legacy numbering as they say on the cover which was legacy 900 of batman and this is actually the part where i was most intrigued because of all the spoilers i had seen on instagram we see this batman meeting different versions of batman he meets michael keaton's batman he meets the animated series batman and later animated series bruce wayne and batman beyond he encounters the Arkham City Batman, as, as well as Adam West and others. And as he's following the Red Hood, excuse me, as he's following the Red Mask, he finds that wherever the Red Mask goes, if there is a Joker in that universe, if he's dead, the Joker's been brought back and is even worse. If there's a Joker in that universe that maybe wasn't so bad, like in the 1950s, I believe, he wasn't as crazy or as murder-happy, I should say. Well, now he is a murder-happy Joker. We see this when... Uh, he goes to the Adam West Batman universe, and that Joker has, is crazy, and, you know, Batman and Robin are remarking how he's even worse. Our Batman, I should say, is there. He interacts with Adam West's Batman. He says, I'm not really too familiar with this multiverse, but you know what? I do know one thing. A Batman needs a utility belt. So he hands Batman his utility belt. Batman's sucked away 
He eventually lands in the Dark Knight Returns universe. You go back to the cave, he gives him a proper uniform, and he helps him build a robot hand. So now, armed with this new robot hand and a uniform from Dark Knight Returns and the Batman of Adam West's utility belt, we get to the final, the end of the multiverse, they call it, in, uh, in Red Mask's Thought Bubble, I believe it was. And they have their final fight. Also, for some strange reason, in this end of the multiverse, it's the Red Mask, a chunk of rock that has a bit of a city on it, our Batman, and a giant shark, a giant great white shark floating around in nothingness with a smile on its face. So I guess Red Hood, I said it again, I guess Red Mask turned the shark into a shark joker. Okay. So they have their last fight. At one point, the shark is coming after Batman and he you know, starts rummaging through Adam West's utility belt to see what, what he has that can help him. And this is actually kind of cool. He laughs and he says, huh, I finally met a Batman more prepared than I am. And he says this as he's looking at the canister of bat shark repellent. He uses the repellent on the shark, backhands Halliday to end his threat. And now he's sitting there at the end of the multiverse thinking, what am I supposed to do? He has the one disc that can get him back home, but he can't leave Halliday there to die. What am I going to do? He's also thinking, you know, I've been slipping, and if Batman is slipping, you know, what good am I? Things of that nature. It's at this point that Tim Drake shows up. There were backup stories in all of these issues where Tim Drake has been going across the multiverse to try to track Batman down and bring him home, and now he has done just that. The issue ends, they're hugging it out, and the last page you see all the different Batman he's encountered, but it's the Zur and R versions of that Batman. And that's the Batman of Gotham. Honestly, I really wasn't crazy about this. I sped through this as best as I could because I just, I couldn't, I couldn't. Uh, I don't know, something about it, like I said in my failsafe review, maybe I'm just too old for this now. Maybe it's just, you know, they're not writing for me. If they ever were writing for me, maybe I just can't enjoy it the same. I don't know. I've read this story and I've read better versions of this story something about it I was just like I just I just couldn't get into it and the art still looked cool I really enjoyed the last issue because when he met the other Batman maybe if that was an entire issue or two issues instead of just the last couple of pages of the last issue of the story maybe that could have saved it for me I'm actually gonna have to give the storyline a three out of ten it didn't really do it for me I wanted to enjoy it I wanted to enjoy both of these stories but they're just falling flat for me uh, but enough about me. Now I'd like to know what you think. Please comment down below. Let me know if you enjoyed these stories, if you liked my opinions, if you liked this review. And uh, we'll chat. And, you know, maybe you can convince me it's better or maybe you agree with me. While you're doing favors for me, please head over to nerdaffiliated.com. Pick up some sweet, sweet merch for you or a loved one from our store. Over here on YouTube, join the Nerd Affiliated Army. You get cool perks. Among those, you can join us for one of our live shows, and you can even give us topics to discuss. I am Anthony the Rambling Nerd. You can find me on Instagram, part of the Nerd Affiliated Army. Mr. Hey Archer is the boss of all of this, so go over there while you're on Instagram. Give him some love, and I will talk to all you guys in the next video. Steve, play me out, please. <laughs>